Hello, hello and welcome to episode 319 of Aussie Tells All. We are back for another edition of Seattle Sports Weekend Wrap-Up. Alright, so we are here. Let's start off with the Kraken of the NHL. On Monday night, the Hurricanes of Carolina are a super elite elite team and it showed last Monday in Seattle as the favorites to win the Eastern Conference dominated the Kraken to the tune of five goals to one. The lone Kraken goal came in the third frame by new Kraken player Andre Burkowski. Let's kick, let's lick our, let's lick our wounds and move on to Wednesday night versus another tough opponent in the St. Louis Blues. The Kraken fought from an early 2-0 deficit to the Blues. They rally with goals from Ryan Donato and Will Borgen. The Blues go up 3-2, then Adam Larson ties it up to go to overtime. Unfortunately, the Blues had a 2-on-1 rush and put the game away. The Kraken walk away with a point in the Standings for the OTL, the overtime loss. Now, we head to Friday night against the Stanley Cup champions in Colorado to face the Avalanche. The Kraken bounce back with a 3-2 victory to shock the NHL world. With goals from Carson Coleman, Jared McCann, and Jaden Schwartz. And an impressive showing from former Avalanche goalie Philip Grubauer. Grubauer! And Martin Jones came in the third period with a huge goal. Stopped. We, lo- we lost Philip to injury in the third period, unfortunately. He's out for a while, a little for a little bit here. All right. Now, Sunday morning yesterday, the Kraken came to Chicago to face the Blackhawks. The Kraken were up 2-0. Then Chicago tied it up at 2-2. Both teams went back and forth, but ultimately Chicago beat Seattle 5-4. to four. Despite the Kraken leading all but seven minutes of the game, Kraken goals by Matt Beneers, Andre Perskovsky, Jared McCann, and Vince Dunn. That's all the Kraken until next week. Let's focus now on the Washington Huskies. Uh, went to Cal on Saturday night in Pac-12 after dark on ESPN at 7.30. This was not a pretty game you had the typical Pac-12 officiating blunders which almost cost the Huskies a win at the end of the game. Fortunately the Huskies did get their first road win in almost a year. Huskies start the scoring with two field goals drives putting the Washington up six six to nothing. Cal takes the lead with a touchdown pass from Jack Plummer. Huskies respond with a touchdown run from Cam Davis and get two-point conversion. Huskies up, our, Huskies up, Huskies up, 14-7. Cal answers with another touchdown pass from Jack Plummer. Tie game at 14 apiece. In the fourth quarter, Washington gets a touchdown pass from Michael Penix to Jalen McMillan, making it 21-14. Huskies get another touchdown pass from Michael Penix to Richard Newton for 36 yards to go up 28 to 14. Finally, Cal scores a garbage touchdown and Huskies win it 28 to 28-21 and improve to 6 and 2 on the season. 
and are bowl eligible after only winning four games all of last season. All right. And we go to the Portland Trailblazers Rip City, baby. The NBA season kicked off this week. Portland started out on the road in Sacramento in Sacktown. Coming into season, the Blazers were very coy if rookie Shaden Sharp would play much this season. Well, that question was answered when Sharp was the first player off the bench for the Blazers. In his debut in 16 minutes of play, he had 12 points and one sick dunk. The game was back and forth in the first half. Sacramento was hitting all their shot, all their threes. But in the second half, they came back down to earth. Jeremy Grant's Portland's debut saw him pour in 23 points and the Blazers win 115-108 to start the season 1-0. Now, Blazers on Friday night hosted the Phoenix Suns. This was an absolute banger of a game. Phoenix was was led by Devin Booker with 33 points and DeAndre Ayton with 26 points. Portland was led by Damian Lillard, that guy, a.k.a. Dame Time, who went off for 41 glorious points. This game went into overtime, and Portland's Anthony Simons with a floater for the game winner, and Blazers win 113-111 in overtime, and the Blazers move to 2-0 on the season. Now we head into Sunday to face the Lakers in Los Angeles. The Lakers and Blazers were, went back and forth all game long. The Lakers were led by LeBron James, shocking, I know, with 31 points, and Anthony Davis with 22 points. Meanwhile, the Blazers were led by 41 points, 41 points by Dame Time, again, let's set up the last minute of the game. Blazers were down with five with a minute to go. Blazers get back-to-back blips by Nurk and Simons. Then Dame knocks down a three. The Lakers miss a shot. Blazers get the board. But then Nurk got called for a foul with 14 seconds left. Chauncey Billups, head coach of the Blazers, challenged, and the ref said on the call, word for word, overturned the call, and he said, call overturned, Blazers ball, Patrick Beverly took a a dive, a.k.a. LOL, a flop. Um, So now new Blazer Jeremy Grant goes at LeBron and gets the shot to fall. LeBron fade away, shot falls short, and Blazers win 106-104 and improve to 3-0 on the season. That's all for the Blazers till next week. All right, the Seahawks. The Seattle Seahawks traveled to Inglewood, California to face the Chargers. A de facto home game for the Seattle as LA doesn't support their NFL teams, Rams, or the Chargers. In the first quarter, Marquise Goodwin puts Hawks on the board with a nice catch. Touchdown in the end zone, 7 to nothing. Then a 12-yard touchdown run by rookie Kenny Walker. It's now 14 to nothing, Hawks. Then Jason Myers hits a field goal to put Hawks up 17 to 0 after the first quarter. 
The Chargers fight back, though, with a touchdown run by Austin Eckler and touchdown pass to Mike Williams. Chargers cut the lead 17-14. to Now, the Seahawks answer back to end the half with another touchdown pass to Marquise Goodwin to make it 24-14. to Hawks at the half. Only scoring in the third quarter was a 34-yard field goal by Jason Myers. Hawks up 27-14. Ken Walker was tackled in the end zone for a safety, and it's now 27-16. Jason Myers hits a 50-yard field goal and a 70-yard, a 74-yard touchdown run by Kenny Walker to make it 37-16. Then the Chargers get get a one-yard garbage touchdown by Austin Eckler to make the final score Seattle 37 and the Chargers 23. DK Metcalf uh, left the game with a knee injury. X-rays were negative. No damage to no damage was was done. And then just a minute ago, um, Pete Carroll said to the media that DK Metcalf um, does not need surgery. But he he hit he hurt his patella a little bit, but they're not sure how long he'll be out. If he'll be out, so we'll see how that one goes. And also, Nick Belor and Phil Haynes left the game with concussions for the Seattle Seahawks. And also, you had Mike Williams and J.C. Jackson leave the game yesterday as well for the Chargers. J.C. Jackson left with a dislocated um, knee, and Mike Williams is out for the year with the torn ACL. Um, just a bunch of injuries yesterday in the NFL. Very sad to see. Brees Hall was out ACL. I mean, it's just it was crazy, crazy day. All right, now I'm gonna play you a clip um, for this week's Seattle sports clip. All right, so just hang with me as I pull up YouTube, and we'll get this thing going. Here we go. He had one kick return for 58 yards in his one regular season game against his former team, the Vikings, and they just pop it up. Good kick by Prater on a hop. It's Harvin, but now he takes off, and Percy Harvin gets free. Percy Harvin inside the 30. He's going to go. Touchdown, Seattle. All right. Boys and girls. All right. So that was, if you did not, not know what that was, um, shame on you. But no, it was the Super, Super Bowl um, with the Broncos. And that was second half kickoff to Harvin, to, to, to the house. And at that point, it's now 29-0. So now... After that run, I knew the game was over and it was time to cry happy tears for Seahawks' first Super Bowl title. I remember I was at my friend Eric's house in Deer Park at the time in my in my Richard Sherman jersey. I was going nuts. The party was going down. It was absolutely bonkers and I was just loving that every moment of that. All right, now we're going to go to the National Sports Beat. Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady are going to go down as two of the best quarterbacks to ever live. There is no doubt about that. Not not one iota. But here in 2022, it's not going so well for them. The Packers are 3-4. and four. 
the Bucks are three and four, and somehow in first place in the sorry set NFC South. Let's start with Aaron Rodgers, who spent the off season drinking ayahuasca and feeling himself to be all Zen and shit. He did not spend any time with his receivers in the off season. Aaron Rodgers just hasn't looked like Aaron Rodgers, overthrowing guys, throwing balls on the ground at his feet um, of his receivers. Just not what you expect. Now there is fine. Now there is fine, but right now, Father Time, Father Time is kick knocking on the door for Aaron Rodgers, who lost to a third-string quarterback. In Heineke yesterday with the Washington. No. Yeah. That's right. Wow. Interesting. All right. Now, Tom Brady comes into the season. And he missed 11 days of training camp practice. Nobody at the time knew what was going on. It ends up that since Tom Brady unretired, his wife, supermodel Giselle Bouchon, did not like that and are now officially divorced as of, the, as of this weekend. Now, I thought Tom would black that out on Sundays, but good lord, he's playing like absolute shit, giving Russell Wilson a run for his money. And on the bad side of things there. Let's hide, let's hide. This has to be his last season before going to Fox. The best 12s in the league is not Tom or Aaron. It's the 12s in Seattle. And Tom Brady lost back-to-back weeks to P.J. Walker? My goodness. Good Lord. P.J. Walker. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. That's right, man. I mean, my goodness. Not only P.J. Walker, but also Kenny Pick... No, Mitch Trubisky he lost to. Seriously? Oh, that is, God, just awful, awful stuff there. All right. Now we end the podcast here on the top five smoothie flavors i give this out to caesar who gave me the um idea this morning all right go from five to one number five huckleberry fantastic choice there um number four we have cherry number three strawberry banana number two orange like an orange julius fantastic Number one, no de- no debate about it. It's the strawberry flavor. All right, boys and girls, we'll talk to you guys next time. And peace out.